Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Congratulations, true crime addicts. We've survived another week. It's Friday, January 20th, 2023. This week, that guy from Beetlejuice was charged with manslaughter. No, not him. The other one. Uh, Carol Baskin's husband's alive, or is he? And Brian Walsh needs to learn about VPNs. All this and more on this week's True Crime This Week. Yes, super excited. We are all pumped to have James Renner. James Renner. James Renner has zeroed in. James Renner once again drops a bombshell. Investigative journalist reporter James Renner, who's been on the podcast a long time, friend of mine. By a local writer, James Renner. James Renner. James Renner. Hey, welcome back to the show. I've got top stories coming up in just a second. Uh, but first, hey, I want to tell you about these classes I'm teaching. I'm teaching true crime writing classes online every Wednesday night for the next four weeks. The first class was this past Wednesday, and the subject was picking the perfect case. This next week is research and interviews. If you're interested in writing a true crime book of your own, um, you might find it kind of cool. We hang out, we talk about stories. Um, I tell you what I've been up to and uh, how to navigate the traditional publishing world. So if you're interested, check it out, jamesrenner.com. I'm also pleased to announce this week that I will be returning to CrimeCon UK in June. For those across the pond that listen to this podcast every week, please come down to London. Uh, CrimeCon is the world's number one true crime event it's coming back to London on Saturday 10th and Sunday 11th of June, June 10th and 11th, 2023. Get inside the mind of serial killers and psychopaths. Learn from leading criminologists. Hear from the families and survivors. Meet your favorite true crime podcasters. Immerse yourself in forensic evidence and delve deeper into unsolved crimes. CrimeCon is the ultimate true crime weekend partnered by CBS Reality, the expert-led true crime TV channel. Which is all just to say, if you're going to go, use my code. It's Renner, R-E-N-N-E-R. Wait, that's backwards. It's R-E-N-N-E-R. Use that code to get 10% off your tickets and stop by and say hi. Uh, Tickets are on sale now. Uh, We'll see you in June. Here are the top stories. This just in. Deadline reported yesterday that Alec... Uh, that actor Alec Baldwin 
And armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed will face manslaughter charges in the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Remember, this death occurred while filming that independent Western Rust back in October 2021. Uh, uh, Alec Baldwin had a gun in his hand for the scene, and he either did pull the trigger or didn't. He says he didn't, but whatever, the gun went off, killing Helena Hutchins and seriously wounding the film's director, Joel Souza. This decision was made by New Mexico DA District Attorney Mary Karmick Alt. Weiss, Altweiss, if she pronounces it in the proper German way. Um, now, this DA who charged Alec Baldwin, you know, everybody's upset about this, especially on the progressive side, but this DA is actually a Democrat. She's a Democrat. And she said, quote, on my watch, no one is above the law and everyone deserves justice. Uh, now, manslaughter, if you don't know, it's defined as killing without forethought, so without malice, as opposed to, um, uh, you know, murder with intent. Now, remember, there are no accidents with guns, only negligence. Um, Baldwin, of all people, should know that. He's been a, a, a very vocal opponent for um, progressives and, and, and liberals in general, uh, and has been an, a, you know, opponent of the conservative causes like Second Amendment. Uh, anyways, I think this is kind of a brilliant move by this district attorney, Mary Karmick Altweis. Uh, it, it satisfies the conservative push for some sort of, um, uh, you know, vindication or responsibility for this murder. But at the same time, uh, you know, it, it, it's not going to put Baldwin in jail. The most he could get is 18 months in jail. I don't see him serving any time. This is going to end up with a fine, um, probation, things like that. Much of the blame here seems to be on this armorer, whose responsibility it ultimately was to keep track of the weapons and the ammunition, which, you know, we'll get there in a second. But uh, this wasn't the first issue on set for this armorer. Uh, she was holding a gun, I guess, that day or, or earlier in the shoot, a couple days before, and almost blew off her foot, you know, so, and there was another round discharged at some point that shouldn't have been. Uh, but, you know, the key thing to know here is that at no time should there ever be live ammo on the set of a movie. It, it's not supposed to happen. And the FBI, after the this killing, after this death, um, the FBI did find five more live rounds on set. Now, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, that armorer, she's no stranger to poor decisions, according to the New York Post, who uh, reports that in 2020, she and her boyfriend, Aaron Butcher, were at a party where she saw, her, saw Aaron, her boyfriend, drinking with a man named Tyler Dyer. Aaron happened to be on probation at the time for a DUI. Hannah still gave him the keys to her motorcycle, and Aaron rode away. Tyler joined him on his own motorcycle. Who knows what happened, but there was an accident. They were riding alongside each other. Both crashed. Tyler ended up dying. Hannah's insurance company paid Tyler's family $50,000 to settle that claim. So there's quite a bit of history there with that particular armor. Um, but, you know, Alec Baldwin, being the actor, 
being somebody who knows enough about guns politically to know that they are dangerous at all times, certainly some culpability here. I think that's kind of a sweet deal for everybody. Or if another way to look at it is it's a compromise that makes nobody happy, which is a successful compromise. Hey, remember Carol Baskin? Uh, yeah, she's the heir to the uh, Baskin Robin, Robin's ice cream empire. No, she's not. She's not. I looked into it. That's not true. Um, she was the animal rights activist and nemesis of Joe Exotic, a.k.a. the Tiger King, in that Netflix special, you know, the one that saved us from COVID in the early days. Uh, there was a side story, I don't know if you remember this, in that documentary about how Carol's husband, Don Lewis, disappeared in August of 1997, and he hasn't been seen since. Now, Joe Exotic told everybody that Carol killed him, fed him to the tigers or something. His net worth when he disappeared, according to uh, reports, is, was, was around $7 million. And prior to his disappearance, he had taken out a restraining order against Carol. Now, I haven't thought of her since watching The Tiger King. I just kind of lost track of what she was doing. I feel bad, you know, Carol, I'm sorry. I should have stayed in touch. Um, but there was, <laughs> there's all this talk uh, on Twitter this week. I, you know, I logged on there. Her name's everywhere. And they're talking about how her husband had been found alive. I mean, what a twist, right? But uh, as soon as I heard that, you know, I looked into sources and everybody that was reporting that were these weird online zines that didn't really have any credibility. And if you looked at it, I realized pretty quickly that the only source for that information was Carol Baskin herself. Uh, she claimed that Homeland Security had found him alive and well in Costa Rica. I guess the producers of the sequel to the Tiger King documentary had showed her some paperwork. Anyway, she claimed that he was alive and that Homeland Security knew about it. Well, the one, the first thing I thought is, well, how old must this guy be? He was born in 1938. He's got to be, you know, do the math. He's about 85 years old. So I thought this was pretty sus, as the kids say from the beginning. And uh, TMZ came out with an article just a few hours ago. Uh, they contacted the Hillsbury, Hillsborough uh, County Sheriff's Office, which is investigating. They've got the jurisdiction over uh, Dunn. Uh, Don Lewis's disappearance, and they're like, hey, is Don alive? And they're like, not as far as we know. We still have him as a missing person. So um, this information seems pretty suspect at this point. Who knows what's really going on? But if I think we're going to hear more about this in the next coming weeks. Uh, I, also, I also think we're going to get a Tiger King 3. So um, I'm available for interviews if you want. Hey, uh... Anna Walsh, are you following this case? Anna Walsh disappeared on New Year's Day from Cohasset, Massachusetts, has not been seen since then. Uh, this Wednesday, her husband was charged with her murder, even though they still have not found a body. Why are they so sure that Brian Walsh killed his wife? Could be something to do with the circumstantial evidence that they've already found, including web searches that were conducted on his kid's iPad. Here are the searches, and they begin uh, January 1st, the day that his wife disappeared at 4.55 a.m. He searches how long before a body starts to smell. At 4.58, he searches how to stop a body from decomposing. 
An hour later, he searches 10 ways to dispose of a dead body if you really need to. He's really going for the for the uh, bullet points there. Uh, 625, how long for someone to be missing to inherit? Other searches include, can you throw away body parts? What does formaldehyde do? How long does DNA last? What happens when you put a body part in ammonia? Is it better to put crime scene clothes away or wash them? This guy, you know, it's like he never saw a Dateline special. Uh, at court pro this week, prosecutors alleged that Brian disposed of his wife in a dumpster and they just haven't found her yet. The day after her disappearance, January 2nd, Brian went to Home Depot and purchased $450 in cleaning supplies and then continued to make searches that incriminated him in his wife's murder, including 12.45 p.m. search, hacksaw best tool to dismember, uh, 1.10 p.m., can you be charged with murder without a body? Can you identify a body with broken teeth? The next day, he's on there again. Uh, can baking soda mask or make a body smell good? Uh, what happens to hair on a dead body? So, you know, obviously this man's never heard of a VPN, um, and it almost at this point seems like he wanted to be caught. So crazy, ridiculous story, what people won't do to each other. I've got a lot of news coming up after the break, including several cold cases that were solved, a big win for Othram, a crazy story about something that went down at a Dollar General. You're going to want to stick around. Uh, there's more to come after the break. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And we're back with Barney Miller starring Hal Linden. Hey, uh, police in Greenville County, South Carolina, closed a 22-year-old cold case this week, not with genetic genealogy, but good old-fashioned police work. 
talking about the case of 54-year-old Sharon Anschutz, who was shot to death during a robbery while working at a dry cleaners there in 2000. They had just formed, this county had just formed a new cold case squad. You're seeing this a lot lately now that there's all this movement on these cold cases and genetic genealogy in general, uh, which is a good turn of events. Uh, this new review of the case led to detectives finding a man named Roger Keith Hudgens, who sources in the case claimed had planned to rob the dry cleaners the day of the murder. Hudgens worked at the dry cleaners as a custodian, according to uh, Greenville News. Evidence left at the crime scene also connected Hudgens to Ann Schutz's murder. Unfortunately, Roger Hudgens died in 2008. The, um, anyways, this, this shows the need for more resources in these small communities so that they can beef up their cold case units and go back to solving cases like these. A California man was arrested for a 29-year-old cold case this week, according to Fox News. This story begins January 13, 1994, when a woman working at President Tuxedo, you know those places where you rent your dresses and tuxes for prom, uh, in San Jose Oak Ridge Mall. She arrived for work at 10 a.m. She was opening the store when a man entered and forced her into the back with a knife where he tied her up. He took some cash from the register, and then he sexually assaulted her. In December, San Jose police uh, ran a DNA profile from evidence in the case into, they finally put it into CODIS, which is something I would think that they could have done about 10 years ago. Anyways, they finally got around to putting it in CODIS. They got a match, and they didn't have to go far because it matched Thomas John Laguidas. 65-year-old man who was already in prison serving 40 years on a sex abuse case involving a child. He's been in there since 2012. They picked him up at his cell and arrested him again and charged him with kidnapping and robbery. In a twist, he was not, however, charged with the sex assault because the statute of limitations had run out, um, which is weird because if you look at all the the charges in that case, all the crimes that he did commit, uh, I would think that the sex assault would stick in the victim's mind longer than a robbery or a kidnapping. I would think that that would be the more serious crime. Anyways, they can't charge him with that because time ran out. Now I've got some good news. Remember a couple months ago, I had reported that the very first case that used genetic genealogy to get a conviction uh, was actually overturned. Well, uh, I'm happy to report this week that the verdict has been reinstated. Here's the story. Uh, this involves the very first man charged using, um, I, I'm sorry, that went to trial using genetic genealogy. Now, when you hear that, you, your first thought is Golden State Killer, but he was the first arrested using that new science, uh, scientific technique, but he was not the first to go to trial, and that was actually William Talbot II, who was convicted in 2019 for the 1987 murders of Tanya Van Cullenborg and Jay Cook, which occurred in um, uh, Washington, Shinomas County. The verdict was overturned on appeal after the defense argued that one of the jurors was, un, was, was, um, was biased. And this week, the Washington State Supreme Court took a look at it 
And while, yes, it could appear that this woman was biased, she did kind of warn prosecutors and defense attorneys during the voir dire process that maybe she couldn't be. And they decided to keep her in anyway. So they had prior knowledge that this juror might be a problem. They went ahead with it. The defense had a chance to, to get her out of the jury pool. They declined to do so. So Supreme Court overruled genetic genealogy is still batting a thousand. Big news this week out of Opelika, Alabama. The Opelika Jane Doe has been identified, and this was a Jane Doe that rose to some prominence on online message boards. Everybody was wondering who this could be. Um, her remains were found in 2012 in the woods behind a trailer park in Opelika, uh, Alabama, and the remains had been there for at least a year. Now, uh, our friends at Othram Labs helped do the DNA testing, and the genealogy was done by Barbara Ray Ventner, Venter, sorry, Barbara Ray Venter uh, herself. Now, you may re remember her name because she's the one that got the Golden State Killer and the first one to successfully use genetic genealogy to get an arrest. So they've identified these remains as being that of missing 11-year-old Amore Wiggins, Amore Wiggins. And they promptly arrested Lamar and Ruth Vickerstaff and charged her with the girls, charged them with the girls' murder. Uh, apparently, Lamar had gotten custody of Amore uh, in 2009 when the girl was just three years old. Uh, he was charged with murder. Ruth was charged with failing to report a missing child. There's a little bit of weird news. Kind of bums me out, I guess. Um, an entire family has been sentenced to life in prison in Michigan. This according to People magazine. Um, the reason, well, they were, they were charged this week, or I'm sorry, they were sentenced this week for killing a man who was working as a security guard at a local family dollar in Michigan in May 2020. And what did he do to incite such violence? He asked the woman's daughter to wear a face mask. Well, the mom didn't like that. Daughter didn't like it. They started spitting at him. Then the dad comes in and shoots the guard in the back of the head. Um, you know what's more inconvenient than wearing a face mask at a family dollar? Spending your life in prison. That's the answer. Looking at pop culture this week, uh, there's a new true crime documentary out on Hulu called Web of Death that you true crime sleuths, you armchair citizen detectives might enjoy. Uh, here's the write-up. Following the investigations of online sleuths, uh, this documentary goes uh, in, um, into the events of several mysteries. They use digital footprints, DNA databases, and the power of social media to solve gruesome, mysterious, and bizarre murder cases. And the show begins with Trisha Griffith, who's the owner of Web Sleuths, and um, beginning to investigate a case. So this is all about the online sleuthing community and kind of shows it in a uh, pretty positive light, I think, although they're still kind of goofballs. I do remember corresponding with Trisha Griffith uh, very early on. I was a part of Web Sleuths, just as a somebody commenting on on some of the cases I wrote about, and you know she was she was pretty cool. But it it, was, it always fascinated me that she could somehow moderate that entire message board that had thousands and thousands of cold cases on it. So. Uh, I'll probably check it out. Um, Web of Death on Hulu. 
And this week, let's pick a book from the bookshelf. Uh, let's let's talk about this. Um, the Girl I Never Knew, Who Killed Melissa Witt, and this is written by my friend LaDonna Humphrey. Uh, you should check it out. You can get it. You can order it online. I'm sure any bookstore could also order it for you. Uh, for over two decades, the identity of Melissa Witt's murderer has been hidden among the dense trees and thorny undergrowth, rooted deeply in the uneven ground of a remote mountaintop in the Ozark National Forest. Like anything to do with the Ozarks. Determined to find answers, LaDonna Humphrey has spent the past seven years hunting for Melissa's killer. Her investigation, both thrilling and unpredictable, has led her on a journey like no other. The Girl I Never Knew is an edge-of-your-seat account of LaDonna Humphrey's passionate fight for justice and the decades-old murder of a case of a girl she never met in person. Her unstoppable quest for truth has gained the attention of some incredibly dangerous people some of whom would like to keep Melissa's murder a mystery forever. Um, it's a tragic, tragic case and uh, well-reported and written. Check it out. I never, uh, The Girl I Never Knew. There's also a foreword here by Nick Edwards, I see, of, the, of True Crime Garage. So um, some of you true crime addicts will like that one. And that's the show for today. Uh, it seems like we're stumbling through the end of the week, but we made it. Here's the weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. And that's always time to celebrate. And in the words of the incomparable Murray Saul, the godfather of Cleveland radio, that means we got to, 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 get down, damn it. True Crime This Week is a fearful symmetry production. Photo and artwork are licensed through Shutterstock. If you like the cut of my jib, I have another podcast you might enjoy called The Philosophy of Crime, in which I attempt to solve the big questions behind our true crime obsession by looking to philosophy for answers. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Sit, Brownie, sit. Good dog. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.